Hello and welcome to this episode of Not Just Ghost Stories. I'm your host, Josh, joined by Jackie and Laura. We are a small team of experienced paranormal investigators, and here we discuss different locations that we've investigated, along with a little history and the paranormal evidence that we found. Today, we will be discussing and exploring Wealdon Manor in Central City, Kentucky. Laura, could you tell us a little bit about the uh, history? Sure. So, Wealdon Manor is located in Central City, Kentucky. It is a large brick building that was built in the early 1900s. It has been many things in its life. A boarding house for train workers and miners, a saloon, a brothel. It was the first post office as well as the first department store. Um, And up until 1951, it was home to two of the newspapers and a Chevy dealership. The railroad also came through there, and that made the town grow. Actually, on the second floor of Wilden Manor, there was a train stop for the miners that were, you know, housed there. And you can still see remnants of that. Um, in 2003, the current owner, Jason Dillahay, bought the building and turned it into apartments. He and his wife actually lived in that building during that time as well, and they ended up moving out due to paranormal activity and slowly moved tenants out as well. Um, it's currently now used for for storage. They essentially do these uh, estate buyings. So they have all kinds of antiques that move in and out of there. It's kind of like their holding place. So some of the activity that's witnessed now um, has been a young girl running down the hallways laughing. The screeching sounds of, town br- of train brakes have been heard on the floor will shake as if the train is still coming through. In certain hallways, people lose their balance and develop some cramps. There's odd smells, shadows, objects moving on their own. Um, One of the triggers that you would see, maybe there could be a lot of paranormal activity. The city has confirmed 19 deaths in that building alone. Okay. I mean, that that place carries, uh, sounds like a bunch of different things inside of it. You know, everything from miners all the way through to whoever even maybe worked in the post office, you know, so there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, I can remember driving into the, uh, up to the building the very first time and just kind of seeing going, this place looks a little weird, you know, kind of has that creepy type of feel to it when you just drive up to it. Um, downstairs, they had a, a little shop and that's where we kind of set up our base camp. Jackie, what do you remember about that day? Also driving up to it, the weird thing was the train tracks are there, but they are not on the ground floor. They are up high on the um, on, on the second floor. They go by the second floor, which was kind of weird because it's not like they needed an overpass or bridge there. They just put them up there for some unknown reason. Yeah, true. I mean, uh, you know, from the moment we stepped foot inside the building, you're... You know, you kind of knew something was off. Now, they did run um, a haunted house out of that place, actually. I think they still run the haunted house out of there. They do it a few times a year through Halloween. I think they even have a Christmas haunt that they run out of there, too. Uh, Laura, what do you remember about the building? Well, it is a corner building, so it's kind of distinguished when you pull up. Um, The far end's got, you know, like bay doors, like for the garage, and there's two entrance doors. Um, most notable for me was there was in the bathroom there. I learned that on the walkthrough. So that's one of my <laughs> initial things. But um, for me, pulling up to the building, it's just kind of like it's it's a big brick building. Yeah. Well, and you know we we had our walkthrough. Uh, 
with it was actually the friend of Jason. He's really highly involved in the building with them. Um, you know, kind of taking us around through areas. There are there was a lot of stuff in that building. I, I do remember that. There was actually an old car, uh, an old Porsche. Um, there was old pianos. There was just random stuff throughout the whole entire building from you, what I can you remember. You could spend days there just looking at all the old pieces. I mean, if, if that's your thing, there's a lot of interesting things. I even saw things there. I wasn't for sure what they were. Yeah. So... Now, uh, Jackie, what do you remember about the walkthrough? That the place was huge, and he would show us where to go, and um, we were, I was lost. So <laughs> Just circle after yeah. circle. They still had the stuff from the haunted house hung up, which can be kind of tough because you're going through a crinkly paper and stuff like that. So it's just, uh, just something that you've got to take into account when you're listening back on your recorder and things. Yeah, there was always, you know, you turn a corner and there was a, all of a sudden a scary clown or <laughs> some kind of mannequin that was standing there. And there were anatomically correct mannequins, <laughs> not just mannequins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had, like I said, the the place was full of a lot of different things. Um, I do remember on the walkthrough, Jackie, I, I think I'd mentioned it to you. I feel like something was following us. There was like this thing where it just felt like it was coming down on us. Uh, do you remember that? Yes. Matter of fact, when he took us up the stairs, there was one apartment that one guy had stayed in. And getting away from that apartment, they had the haunted house set up to where it was like you'd go up the hallway, back down the hallway, and up the hallway. And you just found yourself hurrying up that hallway like something's on your butt going, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. And then, you know, as we were going through other parts of the walkthrough, I mean, it was just, it was crazy to not get lost. Even the guy, I can remember him saying this place, you know, it makes a big circle, but you might pass by the same thing about six times before you actually realize, hey, I've already passed by this. Yeah. It's, it's a crowded feeling in there as well when you're doing the walkthrough. Um, of course, we were taking notes, you know, there was environmental things for, for whatever reason, I guess, where that's on the corner lot. You can hear all the traffic. You have to keep that in mind. They have a lot of like leaks. There was dripping, you know, in different places. So you really had to re to think about those things. You're right. And I described it as a, a follower. That's, <laughs> I always felt like there was somebody that was, you know, like maybe six feet behind us, not right on your shoulder, but just kind of just, I don't know. Yeah. Seeing what we were doing, I guess, as much as we were trying to see what they were doing. Yeah. Now, we did have a fourth person on us during this investigation. Her, her name is Tina. Um, she's a friend of ours and a, a fellow investigator. And, and there was times where she would turn around and say, what is going on? I feel like something's coming up to me. Um, and just during, like I said, just walkthrough. So the walkthrough was kind of weird. We were trying to decipher what type of place this really was. Um, are we looking at bad? Are we looking at good? We're still trying to figure it all out. What, what kind of equipment are we going to use? You know, what's going to work best in these areas? Where are we going to put cameras? Where, we, you know, so we've had a lot going on during these times. Um, I do remember after we had got done with everything and it was a very lengthy walkthrough because yeah, you're walking circles and you're, he's trying to train you on how to not get lost in that building. Uh, we kind of sat down and said, what are we going to do? 
Um, and it was from what I remember, Jackie, I don't know if you remember this. We kind of sat down and said, where are we going to put everything? What are we going to do here? Yeah. <laughs> so um, what do you remember as far as equipment wise that we set out? Well, of course, we had the body cams because they go everywhere with us. And then there were a couple points he had pointed out. There was supposed to be a room with a portal. And we saved that one for a little bit later. But the room across from where the portal was supposed to be uh, had, I believe the little girl had been seen in there. So we decided to uh, put a camera in there. Or no, we put an iCal in there. And there was an apartment that he said got some... um, got some activity so we put a camera in there they also had it i don't know if it was a dentist office but it was set up like a dental office and it had the actual dental chair and everything like that old old stuff and i have a nasty habit of touching those things because sometimes you can get readings off them which i really shouldn't do because it's never good readings but you know anyway that we're ghost hunters that's what we do so we did do hit the high points that he had said to put some cameras, and then we just kind of re- relied on the body cams if anything else came up. And other hot spots, we 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 focused on what they refer to as the blue room. Um, that referred back to the time of it being a brothel, and there was also the what they call the the stinky room. Yeah, that was where their last tenant lived. You know, and they essentially for the most part, just had to kick him out when the time came because he was the last one and just wouldn't leave. So that that was seemed to be the places that we really focused on. But yeah, it's confusing in there because everything feels the same but different. Yeah, it was <laughs> it's hard a very, to get back to where you were. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can remember going, you know, any type of uh, rim pot or anything like that. I just didn't feel it was going to work in this place all that well. I mean, we carried around, um, I believe, the proximity sensor with us. But uh, I don't remember ever getting any hits or anything off of that. Now, one of the big things I do remember about this, uh, just feelings as far as, you know, within the body itself, was just a feeling of being drained quite a bit. Um, I felt tired uh, almost the whole entire time. I can remember actually chugging some... Uh, energy drinks just to try to get through the night as as we went through. Uh, Laura, do you remember anything like that? Yeah, I believe it was very draining. And I think they came back to undescribe the walkthrough as it felt crowded. I believe there's a lot of spirits there. I don't know that they all communicate directly, but there are a lot. And, you know, of course, I have my own theories on why that place has got so many different spirits. Um. So I guess we'll we'll talk about that, and I'll go into it more as we move through here. What about you, Jackie? Did you have those type of feelings also? Uh, I, I put my drain um, feeling down to I'd been walking in circles for, you know, an hour <laughs> and stuff. So kind of like, uh, you know, Parliament and Big Ben, I kept going around in circles. Matter of fact, at one point, you kicked me out from leading you because I took you around in a circle for about three times. And you, then, would, you would be correct. Yeah. We, yes. had, we had been to the same spot, and I'm like, we, I would like to go someplace different. One thing I did notice about this building is there wasn't a lot of a huge... We get a lot of buildings where you can go from one place to another, and it's like you're walking into a wall because the energy shift is so dramatic. This one didn't have huge shifts of energy. No, everything was very subtle in yeah. this building is is the biggest thing, the, my biggest takeaway from this building. 
you you would walk through and you know you kind of feel something hey something feels like it's running up on us but nothing really ever kind of came out of it uh you would walk into a room hey it feels like an energy shift but no not really this is kind of leveled throughout the whole entire building and then i'm not just talking first floor to second floor it's the whole entire building just felt like an evil or not evil uh, even is what i'm trying to say um level of energy throughout the whole entire thing i mean would we be right in saying that it's like i say there were if i think you you hit it when you said subtle if there was the change of energy was very subtle and like you say as as it was draining a lot of them i know i didn't pick up on a lot of changes of energy yeah i, I mean, describe it as mundane yeah yeah because i mean even Toward the very end of the hunt, and I know I'm skipping ahead of a lot of stuff here, I, there was times I felt, there's nothing here. I don't feel like there's anything here. But I think it was just because that that energy level was just so maintained. It was, you know, okay that way. Which, Wielding Manor is, is good for those of you that go, have you ever been any place that you you haven't found anything? And Wielding Manor is the perfect answer for that. Did we find things? Yes. Did we find things when we were there? We didn't think so. So we didn't just go there and go, nothing's here, and leave. We spent uh, several hours there making sure that <clears throat> we were correct in that. And yeah, it's a good we, thing we did because we were wrong. Yeah, we had the building for the whole entire, I mean, as long as we really wanted that night. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, you come and go as as you please. Yeah, they were awesome hosts. They they essentially said, we don't care what time you stay. None of this, you got to leave at 2, 3. You leave when you're ready. You just lock it up as you go out. Yeah. So, so that's kind of the good thing about, you know, some of that stuff. Um, Laura, what, what other kind of feelings did you get while you were there? For me, busy. Busy, crowded was, was my main thing. Um, I am most interested for me, like from the scientific brain, I guess, is that second floor where the train tracks actually like stop at the building. Not only is that just weird that it's not on the ground level, but that place, I'm just wondering if that where that was always an interchange, if it's still an interchange, not not in a portal sense. I didn't get the portal there at all. They, they do report one there, but we just didn't. It wasn't open while we were there. We can at least say that. Yeah. But that place was interesting because you got to think, is that because that was always people coming and going, coming and going? Does that create just an eternal coming and going place? Yeah, that's true. Now, uh, like we said, we walked through the whole entire building. Uh, we've stayed there for, I think we didn't even leave there till like, Three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. If I'm if I'm right, if I can remember back that far, it was a little bit ago. Um, but going home, did you? What was your feelings, Jackie, as you were on your way home? Other than tired, we. <laughs> it, it was interesting. Um, we haven't mentioned that one room where I believe a woman was raped or something, and I don't. One of us, not me was sitting in a chair and felt like they had their legs um, touched when we were in there. That was me. That was you? Okay. Um, Tell us a little about that before. Do you remember? I mean, we were just essentially trying to do an EVP session and was one of those where you're just sitting there, as we've spoken of. It seemed like a very boring ghost hunt at the time. And 
that was probably the only the physical that was the only physical occurrence at that ghost day, ghost hunt for me was yeah it just felt like somebody just retched over and you know lightly like squeezed your upper thigh okay um lord or jackie back to the uh what i was talking about as far as you know what was your kind of overall view of the place it it's a strange place is it's almost one where we have to go back because now we kind of know on what level it operates from the time when Laura got touched, we walked out into the hallway and down the hallway and we're in the portal room. I believe you and Laura were out there and you were seeing something. And when I come out, there was a shadow, kind of a large not a nice feeling shadow at the end of the hall that we had just come through. And I believe we did end up setting a camera up there. And I went back. We all decided to go into a different room. We were still within uh, calling voices of each other and stuff. And I went and sat where that shadow was, and it was gone. I mean, there was like nothing there. So I remember on the way home thinking, you know, what... uh, just trying to figure out what exactly, because we thought there was nothing there, but by the time we left, we kind of had the feeling there was something there. But you're, you're trying to figure out, okay, well, why am I feeling that there's something there, even though I went through it and I don't believe I saw enough there to say that, that it was haunted. So it was kind of a, you know, just it... It kept us walking in circles, and on the way home, I was still walking in that circle. Yeah, it keeps you on the edge. Like, you just, you know something is there, but you just can't find anything, even though you are a believer. You just can't get that physical proof you need in that location, but you know it's there. Would you guys chalk it up to frustration? Would you say that frustration was involved in this place? Yeah, frustration with trying to go somewhere and taking twice as long, because you're making wrong turns all the time and having it having it just reach out just a hair to you but then draw back so that nothing is there yeah it seemed to kind of like follow along where we would start trying to wrap it up like okay let's anybody last request places you want to revisit things you wanted to experiment and try and then something would happen you know you would hear banging in a room that that we're not in there's only four of us there and we're all four in one room it was just enough to keep you like, okay, we we got to go that way. Yeah, I mean, for for me, the overall was it was there was some frustration. I really walked out of that building going, we literally didn't catch anything on this this place. You know, you felt like something was there, something wanted to talk, something wanted to to make contact, but yet nothing. You know, and I can remember thinking that almost. All the way home, you know, we're driving in the car and just sitting there thinking, wow, this place was weird, but we didn't catch anything. I can remember just thinking that in the back of my head, like, was this even worth the trip to come all the way down here and try to figure this out? I just wonder, too, if if some of it is where they have all the antiques come through. You know, we as a team believe that things can be attached to, you know, possessions of people's. You know, they come in and they sit there and then and they essentially resell them. That's how antique sales work. So I wonder if things are attached to those prized possessions 
but they're not in that building long enough to ground themselves. There's just like a remnants of them. And maybe that's why it just constantly feels like there's something. Yeah. There's not something. Yeah. Now with all of that being said, let's get to the evidence. Um, because you know, I, I, I got my recorder out. I went ahead and downloaded it to my computer thinking, okay, I'm going to listen to this and there's going to be absolutely nothing. I got hours of recordings and there's nothing, you know, that's all I could think to myself during the walkthrough. Uh, I all of a sudden had kids talking that we know were not there. Somebody's shushing them that I know was not there. Um, just these weird voices and weird things happening just on the walkthrough as we're going through things. Uh, what other type of evidence? Well, there was nothing on the cameras that uh, really um, stood out or anything. Okay. There was some K2 hits. I mean, not enough to definitively say that I don't think we were able to like carry a conversation. There was some unexplained hits on it. So Yeah. I mean, the, the EVP recordings that I have sitting on my computer right now is just kind of crazy on what, because like I said, throughout the whole entire night, I, like I just said, all the way home, this place is dead. We didn't get anything. And then I've got EVP recordings. I've got hours of it where we're hearing stuff and things are responding to us and uh, things are just kind of, there's, I, there's one in there where we're walking and you could hear something going, why are they here? <laughs> you know? And it's like, huh? Okay, so they were paying attention to us. They just didn't want to talk to us that night for some reason. Um, but we did end up catching them. Um, so with Wielden Manor, would you recommend this to some place? Like some place to go for for a novice ghost hunter? Yeah, I'd recommend it. And matter of fact, I uh, wouldn't mind going back myself. I think the second time would be totally different. Oh, yeah, because now even though you're not seeing the physical evidence, we know they're there. We caught their voices. Yeah. So I believe there's a, there's definitely some highlighted places where we did get the recordings where I, I would love to just go in there and just hound them. Like, I have recorded you before, and you are going to talk to me this time. <laughs> Laura's going to go in there and just start <laughs> beating on somebody. <laughs> well, and it would be nice for the, you got this, why are they here? Which was a question we were asking ourselves too. Why are we here <laughs> at the time? But I would like to get the next recording. What the hell are they doing back here? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, would you consider it a safe ghost hunt there? Um, The only bad thing was the shadow at the end of the hall, which... We had maybe five minutes with and then totally disappeared. So uh, I would reserve it. I would go in there with protection. I would go in there with, you cannot touch me, you cannot come home with me. And then as I went through the building, I would uh, make the decision then if I was talking to somebody that, okay, you're allowed to touch me or things like that. Yeah, I would definitely, definitely go with the stating your boundaries when you walk in because um, I believe I might have failed at doing that a little bit just because I didn't feel those energy shifts that we normally describe on things. So I think I became a little lax. And of course, that resulted in my leg being squeezed. Gotcha. I would say overall, it's safe. I mean, we didn't have enough happen to us to say that it wasn't. Um, I just can't say 100% that it is. 
I think that anybody who is a novice can go in there and really kind of get a feel for the place too. I'd, so I would say, yeah, you'd be okay to go in there. Just kind of make sure you maintain your boundaries and you take some protection. And listening overall. back to the EVPs, I, w- I would definitely do some experiments that would be referenced or geared toward children, just because we did hear that several times. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Now, uh, was there a star piece of equipment? For you guys. Definitely the recorder. <laughs> um, live you know, recording would be nice there, too. Yeah. You know, listening to it live as you walk through. I would love to uh, go back to this place. This is a place that um, intrigued me after I started listening to the evidence and thinking, hey, this is, I got to go back there at some point. You know, we got to get there to figure the rest of this out. And maybe we'll get lucky and they'll have put in a bathroom by now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we went, they actually had the, even the electric shut off at this place. If you remember, except for in one little small part of that, that building. Right. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, now they've kind of got things more under order. I know that they were trying to work on some more stuff and everything else. Uh, Any last words to say about Wielden Manor? It's definitely worth going. Patience pays off. You never know what you're getting. I would agree with both of those. And with that being said, this has been Not Just Ghost Stories, and we have been your hosts, Josh, Laura, and Jackie. And until next time, you can find pictures and findings and contact us about today's episode on all social media platforms at Not Just Ghost Stories. Thanks. Thanks.